What is up, New Jersey Devil fans? It is your buddy Bill Botch, and welcome to the Trap Podcast. We're going to get right to the point. Jack Hughes is out week to week. You know how this goes as a Devil fan. You already know what the deal is. Week to week, God knows what that means. It is Thursday, February 9th, and uh, it's about 4 o'clock, so I'm about to head up to Newark. The Devils are playing the Seattle Kraken tonight, and we got word that Jack Hughes is out with an upper body injury. He tried to practice yesterday, left practice early, and um, he's obviously been an extremely important part to the Devils' success this year. With that said, what is wrong with some of the Devils' fan base? It is so twisted. Um, it's really sad. It really is. This is a this is a group of people who I just want. I hope for their sake that they never got to see um, the success that the Devils have had in the past, and maybe that's why they're so jagged. But the reaction to Jack Hughes being hurt today from the Devils online community—not all of them, obviously—but a, a large portion of people is so just delusional and miserable and unwarranted. You know, I made a post last night and I posted a picture of Dan Earl standing at the rock, God rest his soul. And it was, let's, New Jersey is such a resilient state. This is a, a state where you have to earn your keep and you fight for every inch and nothing is given to you easy here. I think that most of us as New Jerseyans take pride in that because we know anytime that we leave New Jersey and we go somewhere else that we can hang with anybody. We have that edge and we have the attitude and we have the toughness that comes with growing up in the Garden State. With that said, I figured I would post a, a, a picture of our buddy, Danson Earl, who embodies what it means to be from New Jersey. Big, badass dude, wore his heart on his sleeve, danced like nobody was watching. And the, the call for the post was to let's will this Timo Meyer thing to happen. And people actually had a problem with it. People actually went out of their way to write and talk about how ridiculous that sounds to get an entire fan base of people who are rooting for the same thing and have the same goal in mind and trying to, to grab this community and all work together to send out good vibes, to make something good happen, to get Timo Meyer who could push us over the edge and make us a Stanley Cup contender and fast forward this... 10-year-long rebuild, people had a problem with it. Devils fans had a problem with it. And it's such a shame because 
that kind of mentality, if you've never willed or just prayed or, you know, put your effort and your vibes out there for something good to happen, you're a born loser. You will never be successful. And will all of us devil fans getting together and hoping that Timo Meyer comes out there, will it, will it make him come here? I don't know. But how can that be a bad thing? How could it be bad to wish for something? And sure enough, a couple hours later, Jack Hughes is hurt. Our leading goal scorer, second MVP race candidate. Uh, he's been our best player, obviously. And we're going to need some help moving forward. Because to be honest with you, the Devils have won their last couple of games, but it hasn't necessarily been the prettiest thing. These, these performances have not been... They're not the same team that they were at the beginning of the year when they were on a 13-game winning streak, which is fine because they were playing way over their heads and they looked great. But Vitek Vanacek has been great. Jack Hughes has been great. Um, we've had a lot of we've had a lot of good play. Dougie Hamilton has been great. But we need that extra piece, and Timo Meyer is the extra piece. So Jack goes down. We need help. Who do we need? We need Timo Meyer. We do. He's the perfect fit for the New Jersey Devils. He has size. He's hard to play against. He has a shot. He's a pure goal scorer. He loves to shoot. He could play against the wall. He could play on the power play. He's literally everything that we're looking for. There had been a lot of rumors that the New York Rangers were very, very high on Meyer. And I don't blame them. That He, he is a good fit for that team. So a couple of the names that were floating around were Meyer, it was Tarasenko, Brock Besser. Well, about 45 minutes ago, the New York Rangers acquire Tarasenko in a trade for the New York Rangers first round, one of their first round picks next year, whichever pick comes in lowest. So remember, the Rangers have two picks next year. They have Dallas's pick and they have their own pick. The Rangers are going to make the playoffs, so that's going to be a pick that is 16 or above, but the Dallas stars are a very good team. They're going to finish in the top 10 of the league. So you're talking about a first rounder. That's going to be picked after 20 Sammy Blay, and a fourth round pick in 2023. They gave away their other guy. They gave away was uh, a player from the East coast hockey league. He was never going to play in the NHL, but this is a good trade for the Devils. For one, obviously, Timo Meyer is not about to sign with the Rangers. Two, this value is not that good. I've read people's takes online. Some people think that the Rangers gave up too much. Not at all. If the Devils are going to give up a first-round pick, Alex Holtz is a, a much has much more of a higher ceiling than Sammy Blay does for the rest of his career. And you have to remember, Alex Holtz and William Eklund played on the same line for Sweden and crushed. They're like best friends. This is the, These are two people that have insane chemistry. These are two people that the San Jose Sharks will want to build a team around. 
I mean, in a perfect world, you would want to keep Alex Holtz and get rid of a Sharon Govich and maybe a Kevin Ball or a Zetterland and a Ball or a Riley Walsh and a first-round pick. But I think that this actually, it doesn't bring the value down because Myers' value is what it is. But this does not push him over the edge. The Devils have more assets than the Rangers had. The Rangers were going to have to give up Lafreniere or Kako. They didn't want to do either, which I don't blame them. But the Devils have the second deepest prospect pool in the league, according to Corey Prongman. We are already in the top five teams of the league right now, as far as records go. Actually, I haven't looked at the record in, I don't know, a couple days. I'll pull it up. So in our standings, we are third in the entire Eastern Conference. So It's like we have the tools. We have done, we, we got rid of our assets, and we got rid of our players and we and we got assets in return, which were draft picks, and we did a good job drafting, and Fitz did a good job drafting. And we have a plethora of young players. You have to hope there there's no chance that one of these young players is going to be as good as Timo Meyer. A forward that we have. You can afford to get rid of a first round pick next year, uh, you know a Holtz or a Sharon Govich and a defenseman. Our defense, we have a, a log jam of young defensemen. You know, I, I listened to uh, the Let's Go Devils podcast last night and they had Alex Chauncey on and Nick Villiano. And these are guys that know what the hell they're talking about. It's very refreshing, very refreshing. And Sam Wu is whatever you want to think about him, whatever. I have no problem with the guy. But what the hell is he talking about online? Like, the the takes online are really just baffling to me. He's saying we don't need to go after Timo Meyer because we might have to give up too much. You're not going to give up Nemitz. You're not going to give up Luke Hughes. What are you talking about? Literally, what are you talking about? Who do you want to get? You're going to get what? Brock Besser? And I'm actually, Brock Besser is, to me, a pretty decent second choice. Besser has had a rough go of it in Vancouver the past couple of seasons. But the kid is extremely talented. His shot is insane. He does not have the best skating ability. He's not great defensively, although that's something he has worked on. The kid could use a a change of scenery for sure. But... To, to think that we don't need Timo Meyer is ridiculous. And to think that landing a player like him won't fast forward this and propel us into the upper echelon of Stanley Cup contenders for the next couple years is just foolish. They're not going to give up their blue chip prospect for him. There is enough cap room to sign him and Jesper Bratt. What is the problem? Why would we not want this? What would make you think the devil season's over because Jack Hughes is out week to week? Are they not as good of a team without Jack Hughes? Obviously. But think about it this way. 
We're third in the entire Eastern Conference. We, the schedule in, in February is not that bad. We do not have that difficult of a schedule. If we're going to have a missed time, we'd rather him do it now than in March or down the stretch in, in April. You have two Hughes brothers that are going to be joining the team for the playoffs. You're going to have two of them. And you have people online saying, oh, well, the playoff run was good while it happened, and let's tank and try to get into the Bedard sweepstakes. Like, what is wrong with you people? Seriously, like, is it just misery, or is it just your born negative loser type? Like, I I don't get it. This team has played way above expectations the entire year. If you were to tell me that you thought Jack Hughes was going to be an MVP candidate at the beginning of the year, I'd say you were full of shit. If you thought that Vitek Vanacek was going to be as good as he's been this year, you're a liar. Dougie Hamilton is playing at Norris Trophy level. Nico Heischer has become an extraordinary leader and 200-foot player who could be uh, a Selkie finalist. His team has been amazing. And for its team and for its fans and part of their fan base to just turn their back on him so quickly, it's so pathetic. It's embarrassing. It really is. You know, we grow up in the New York, New Jersey area, and it's a very much so, what have you done for me lately? And you see the work that these kids put in. They're they're children. They're literally 22, 23 years old, and the they play through injuries and and pain and they devote their life to the game they devote their life to the team and to give up on them because one player gets injured there's injuries in every team there's injuries on every single team austin matthews is injured right now kill mccarr is injured right now i'm talking about the best of the best Sidney crosby he went full seasons without playing it's part of the game you're going to give up on your team because your one of your players is injured? Nico Heischer broke his face. He broke his foot. Dougie Hamilton broke his jaw. Like, that's part of the game. You don't give up on your team. Not a team that has overcome the adversity that it has and a team that has figured out ways to win that has taken the next step, that has turned the corner, that has a pipeline filled with talent, that is going to be a contender for the next decade, and you turn your back on him because Jack Hughes is out week to week, and you're sick and tired of the devil's organization telling lies about injuries and this and that, and we haven't played that good to begin with, we don't deserve to be here, and the whole season's going to go to shit. It's like, come on now. Like, enough. Enough. So the Rangers are out of the story. The Rangers are no longer in on Meyer. That is a very tempting place to go, which I've brought up. To play in New York City, to play in Madison Square Garden, it's a big deal. It is. They're out of it. So who do we have left? We have Toronto, Vegas, Carolina. Obviously, Toronto has their cap issues. They would have to move a bunch of players. Vegas has Mark Stone that just went down. They are going to be looking for players. They like to make big splashes. That is a team that loves to be in the limelight. 
We've seen this before. They are uh, a home run. There's no there's no singles or doubles when it comes to the what comes to Vegas. They are a home run or a grand slam. That's the way they that's the way they get up to the plate. That's what they're thinking. Their mentality. But you do have Carolina. Now, what do we have? And that's the last place we want to see them go. Now that the Rangers are out of the equation. But we have the assets that Carolina doesn't have. So we can actually make this happen. You have to believe. You have to. Tom Fitzgerald has put us in a position to where we're third in the Eastern Conference. We have a superstar MVP type player in the team. We have a Norris Trophy. All the players I just mentioned. We have a prospect pool with a number two overall pick. Luke Hughes, who could be the best prospect in all hockey coming on board. You have to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. We can't hold it against the Devils because they were bad for 10 years for so long. Tom Fitzgerald did not make those moves. Lou Lamorello left the Devils in the dust, covered empty. Ray Shiro tried to restock the, the shelves. And now Tom Fitzgerald has made the right moves. Cut the guys some slack. It's going to happen. I feel like it's going to happen. I do. I believe in him. I believe in what this team is doing. We have the pieces there to where we can part with a Mukamadulin or we could part with a, a Kevin Ball, a Hotchuk, Riley Walsh, Sharon Govich. We can part with a lot of these pieces and we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be more than fine because this guy is a stud. He's got 30 goals in the season already. He's playing on the San Jose Sharks. But it's the way that he scores, and it's what he means to his team, and it's the game that he plays. We need this player. We absolutely do. And if we don't get him, it's not the end of the world. But if we do get him, it is a huge, huge move for this team moving forward. Just because he fits what we need, he's so much different of a hockey player than Johnny Gaudreau. Or, he, you know, he does kind of, he plays a little bit of a similar game to a Kachuk, which, screw them. And, like, if Jack did get hurt during the All-Star game on that stupid play from Brady Kachuk, then what the fuck, man? There is no need for it. Even if he didn't get hurt there, there was no need for it. It looked like his skate could have got caught underneath him. So stupid. So stupid. I know, they're cousins. Yeah, all right, whatever. Now, one of the guys that we're looking at is Brock Besser, and, and I think Besser would add value to the team. He is definitely a top six player. He is definitely a goal scorer. Yeah, I get it. He had 20 goals. He's, he's only been around 20 goals. Anybody that's watched the kid play, if you put him on a line with talent, he could put the puck in the net. His shot is, in, is incredible. He needs a change, of, a change of scenery. You know, he, he had a rough year. He went through, obviously, his father passed away, and he was clearly shaken up and was not the same person. Um, if you've seen the interview that he did where he talks about his dad and his dad 
you know, had dementia and was very sick and a shell of himself. It was, it's really sad. I mean, as a young person to lose your father like that, I mean, it's, it, it must be hard to be in the spotlight and to not be performing the way that you think you should. And that's a lot for a young person to have to overcome. And I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just saying maybe a change of scenery. I mean, Vancouver has not been necessarily the greatest place for developing young players. That franchise obviously has a lot of turmoil and a lot of um, just it's surrounded by bullshit at all times, at all times. And now you have Rick Tockett on the bench. Rick Tockett. That, that's the answer. If I'm Besser, I'm praying they get rid of they get rid of me. So his agent has talked to the Devils, and Vancouver would have to eat part of his salary. So he's on, he's got two more years left. It's this year and next year. So the Devils can test him out, and then they could try to resign him, or they could trade him too, or they could let him walk. But they need help in the top six. What's nice is Palat is starting to get his game back. Palat looks like the the Palat that we know he could be. And I mean, he only played, what, three or four games at the beginning of the season. But he looked really good when the season started. So it's going to be nice. Um, it's, it is nice to have him back and playing the way that he is. He had two the other night. The Devils kind of took their foot off the gas. They ended up, they let Vancouver get back into the game and uh, they had to win in overtime. You would have liked to have seen them close that out in regulation. We'll see what happens tonight. I saw Vitek Vanacek. He's got a new goalie mask, a little nod to Chico, a nod to Marty. This guy is obviously totally embracing his time in New Jersey. Um, and it looks like... I think Mackenzie Blackwood is actually going to get the start tonight, which means the Devils have not played that well in front of Mackenzie Blackwood, even though he's played good. I hope for his sake that they do come out and play good, and it's time for other players to step up. When your star player goes down, the rest of the team needs to step up. And this is a time where acquiring a guy like Timo Meyer it would slot everybody correctly, which we've talked about a million times and we've talked about it on defense a lot, but really it's the same thing for forward. So if you were to take Timo Meyer and put him on the Hughes line and you move, you move Halla down or whoever they're playing with, it just allows you to slot people differently. Now, Alex Holtz is going to slot in for tonight. I am like one of the few people who I still believe in Alex Holtz. I do. I think he should have been playing the entire season. I do not think that Miles Wood deserves to be getting ice time. And I hope they play Miles Wood on the second line. Or I hope they play him with some talent and don't ask him to play a really strong defensive game for the entire time. Because it doesn't make any sense. Because that's not his game. And that's not what he's good at. You didn't even give the kid a chance to play in Utica this year. So he's going from sitting in the press boxes for literally more than half a season 
And now he's going to be thrown right into the fire and he's going to be asked to play with the team down the stretch going into the playoffs. They did a horrible job with him. Horrible. And I hope for his sake, because he has done everything that they've asked, I hope for his sake he comes out and he plays his ass off tonight. And I hope he plays his ass off moving forward because all that's going to do is drive his value up. And in an ideal world, you're not giving up Alex Holtz for Timo Meyer. Now, I understand that that's probably what the Sharks would want, but you're not giving up Mercer. You're not giving up Nemitz. You're not giving up Hughes. That would be the next guy that they would ask for. They might, you might be able to get away with not getting rid of him. And if they don't have to, let the kid play and be part of the team. He is another bullet in the gun. The kid can shoot the puck. Give him an opportunity. He's a big body. We need wingers. What is the problem? I'm going to be headed up to the game in like 15 minutes. I'll be at American Whiskey. For you that know that, uh, what I look like, feel free to come over and say what's up. My name is Bill Botch. This is the Trap Podcast. Come on, Fitzy. I need us Devil fans. Let's will this to happen. Let's make this happen. We could do this. Let's go. Everybody on the same page, support the team. Come on. See you guys in North. Let's go, Devils.